Hi, 你今天好吗 ？Welcome to Journey by Chinese. I'm your host and Chinese coach, Yi Chao. I share Chinese language knowledge and stories of people who are learning languages, especially Chinese. Welcome to Journey by Chinese. I'm your host and the Chinese coach, Yi Chao. Today we invite Laura Vazatita by Mingyue from Lithuania, Litauen. She is a Chinese learning student for three years, reached to a level of HSK five to six and intermediate high to advanced level. At the same time, she is also a Chinese and English teacher. Let's give her time to let her say hi to you guys. Hi, 大家好 I am Laura. Uh, my Chinese name is Bai Mingyue. It's maybe a bit easier to pronounce to some, so <laughs> you can、yeah. stick to it.、Um, oh, no. I've been learning Chinese for three years. I started in university. Like my bachelor's was、uh, East Asian languages and cultures, so I started there, and then I decided it was not enough. So right now I'm studying in China. Yeah, that's cool. But right now you're、uh, located at the Litauen, correct? Okay. Okay. Well, that be <laughs> okay. So I'm、um, so thanks for、uh, joining our、uh, show today, and I have so many questions for you. So, firstly, what's your、uh, Chinese language learning journey? Well, so as I said, I started in university. Before actually starting to study Chinese, I was not that interested in Chinese. I was like, I want to learn a language. I want a challenge. I was like. Let's do Chinese. Why not? And then when I started studying, I actually had a lot of culture lectures and a lot of not that many language lectures, which was quite sad. And I wanted more.、Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I developed like a really big interest in like the whole East Asian region, and I'm mostly still stuck to Chinese and China. And yeah, so after the university. Well, I haven't finished. I took like a little gap year to study in China for now.、Mm. Um, I went to the Beijing Language and Culture University,、yeah. and、I'm、studying the upper intermediate level this semester, and I'll move on to the advanced one. So that's pretty much my journey now. Cool. So, like, if it's not pandemic right now, you should be in Beijing at the Beijing Yuan Dashi, right? Yes, I was supposed to be there, but I'm still hoping that maybe next semester, maybe the borders will open up as many of the foreign students are. Cool. Yeah, I agree with you. And so, what do you especially like about the Chinese language? It's really, you know, it's a very challenging language for most of people when they are picking up a language. So, what what's like the parts like you love especially about Chinese language? Oh, it's quite hard to pick. Actually, yes, I love the fact that it's difficult. That's the thing. I was looking for a challenge, and it's so hard. Like it really is hard. It's not that easy, especially when it's like so foreign to us Westerners. Like there's so many aspects that we do not have in our languages, like tones and the characters. We have the alphabet, and we just stick to it. And I really like the characters. I have a bit of a love-hate relationships because. <laughs> It's like they're so easy to forget. Like I write one character like maybe fifty times and I forget it again. But like each of them tells like a little story about him. Like you have radicals, and you can kind of guess and see, and like you learn to etymology like of the character, and it's so interesting like how it all started. So, and for example, like 
you learn like very basic character like Shay, like who? And then you just like add the different radical, then you have not difficult. And then you have Tui, like to push. And it's like so logical. You change like the radical to the hen, and then you're just like push. That that makes a lot of sense. And it's like really beautiful. Okay. So uh, one of your way to memorize the characters is like uh, memorize the radicals and then also uh, picturing with, and then the meanings, right? To make the character make sense to you. Yes, actually, it's kind of like that. I also write them a lot. It's kind of like a meditation in a way. You just sit down and you just write the same thing all over again. And and it's kind of calming, like really. Yeah, I love your metaphor. Say uh, writing, practicing the characters is uh, like a meditation, you know, keep working on it and then also keep you calm. Yeah, yeah, it does. I love it. I love it. So, um, you mentioned uh, due to the pandemic outbreak, uh, what's your online learning experience experiences right now with the uh, Beishida and Beijing Yuan Dashen? Well, of course, I would love to be there. I'd love to eat all the food there in China. It would be great, but. Actually, the classes are really high quality. I've heard from other students that at first, like when they had to adjust, like they were used to like classroom teaching and everything. There were some technical difficulties, but now they had like two years already, I think maybe around that period. So um, it's really good. Like it keeps me, it's sometimes hard when you're not in a classroom. Sometimes we don't have the cameras on and you might, you know, just start painting your nails or do something during class. Like nobody sees you. You can leave anytime. Like you're not supposed to, but of course, like you, you have to have like discipline to yeah. study. But I think the main advantage of actually not being in China is I have time to study. If I was in China, I would like to explore everything, like meet, meet new people, like see it. And here I can actually just like the same old and I just sit here and I have a lot of time to study like without without going out that much. So maybe that's that's I'm trying to look on the bright side. Yeah, I love you to look at it at a bright side, you know, because like it do take time after the class, right? Take time no matter on characters or just, you know adjust the contents from the class. So do you got to like replay the lesson? Like, do, is it um, when you yes. are, yeah. we have the recordings and we can watch them? Like, if we cannot come to class or something, it's kind of convenient. We have to watch it, I think, in maybe five days, and then like it's recorded that we attend it because they have to take attendance. Like, if you do not attend, like you may fail the subject. So, it's really good. Like, if you overslept, you can still come to class and be recorded as attended. Yeah. So, so how really many good. hours? Uh, do you spend on the Chinese classes and self-studying at this moment? Oh, <laughs> it's it's hard to like count how many it is. Well, for classes, I have 20 hours of classes. Uh, the needed number is like 10. And then you can like choose freely, like what else you want to do. And I wanted to do everything because it's really interesting, a lot of different subjects. And for self-studying, well, I try to like, it's my full-time job. I do at least like, with yeah. classes, I do at least like 40 hours and sometimes more. And then like I just chill watching like Chinese dramas or something. So it's all like my life has been changed to Chinese pretty much like. Wow. I think 40. So so you mean like 40 hours in total? Yeah, a week. Like that would be something like that of like 
I have to study that. If I have to do more, of course I do more, but I try to like spend at least 40 hours. Wow. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> that sounds a lot to like, uh, to, to us. So how would you recommend to like the students, like if they're interested to, you know, spend time on learning Chinese, but they don't have that much time, you know, like how would you like, what's your ideal suggestion to them? Um, I think there are quite a few options for that. Like you don't have to do it full time. You actually can choose like maybe three classes a week. You can do like four or maybe a bit more. It's like you can you can actually choose how much you want. And if you have a job and you maybe have like a family or kids, it's not really doable. I'm really lucky to be like young and living with my parents. So it's it's a commitment but you can adjust it and if it's like 10 hours like the minimum number i think it might be doable to some too if they like work part-time or yeah think it's cool and then like taking the time let's say uh when you're taking the subways or all those like small times you know like the small time could accumulate to like a, a big amount of the time if you you know every day you have if you committed to this language and then let's say oh every day I want to spend at least 10 minutes on the review or some Chinese videos or YouTube or podcasts you know it's a commitment to do it every day and then it would definitely help right yeah yeah you have to be consistent it's really important yeah consistency yeah I agree with you so how does your career journey related to the Chinese language well, I've just been lucky. Like, actually, I've been offered the jobs that I worked while well, I'm still a student. I'm actually, well, I'm 21 now. So it's like really, really young. And I was just like studying well in the university. Like all my grades for the Chinese classes were the maximum grades. I never got like anything below like 100%. It's all the exams, all the midterms. I was like, I'm known for like good grades and I have like a study gram. I talk to I talk to the teachers, like the professors. I just I don't know. I, I mingle. I talk to people. They see how hard I work, and yeah. it's just mostly like being recognized for your hard work. Like, but you first you have to work hard. You're not just gonna like get offers for being mediocre. So you have to like work hard, and later I'll see what comes because for mm -hmm. now it's just like been coming to me like that. So. We'll see. We'll see what the future holds later. Yeah, I I think it's a great motivation to lots of uh, Chinese language learners. Like you, you learn for three years, and then you put like your efforts in it, and then you being recognized, and then people come to you say, "Hey, like we have a you know Chinese teaching job. Are you interested, right, to teach the beginning elementary level of the Chinese classes?" So. That's like very impressive. At the same time, you are learning Chinese in the advanced level, but also you are teaching to teaching the students the Chinese language. That's very impressive. Thank you. Yes. Okay. And then, so like, how would you like suggest to the people like when there's always the time when you feel frustrated about learning Chinese language. So what do you do at that time? How do you overcome the language learning slums or barriers? Well, it's important to evaluate like how bad it is. If it's like a health issue, mental health issue, like you put it first. 
But if you're just like tired or something, just a little bit like lazy, well, my advice is to like stop studying for a bit and start like learning and acquiring the language. Like language is not supposed to be just textbooks and vocabulary lists. Like you just go out and have fun, like learn about the culture a little bit, like maybe watch something, watch videos if you're more advanced, like maybe some podcast or something, just just be surrounded by the language and you're going to improve. Like you're definitely going to improve and it's not going to feel like a tedious job. Like you're trying to study and it's not tiresome. You just, just whatever you're doing in English or your native language is it in Chinese <laughs> and you're yeah. going to improve a lot. So that's, that's what I do. I just let myself relax and just be yeah. surrounded by Chinese a little bit. Yeah. I agree with you. Like the first idea is like, we need to understand there's always ups and downs. Definitely. And then when you're at the down part, you know, take the time to take a break, you know, take a break or like a go, uh, as you said, go still immerse, but, you know, go back to the contents, reviewing the contents, and then you will notice like how far you have come to here. You know? Definitely, yes. Like it's zero. good to go back. <laughs> Yeah, from zero, like, you know, I don't know, even know, like, how to use pinyin, but right now, I'm, I'm making the sentences, like, 你好吗? Like, 你今天怎么样? You are making the longer sentences, that's a, a process, or like, you already come to this stage, so just, you know, breathe, and then, you know, come back a little bit, come back later, right? Yes, I also think, like, what really helps is before starting to study Chinese, like if you're not used to it, you see it as like small pictures as something like impossible to read. Like how, like, how do you know they're all different? They're like have so many strokes, all the characters. And then when you realize you actually know the sounds they make, you can understand what's happening. It's like a really big thing for most students. Like they look at the text and they can read it. And it's like really exciting for most of us to just think about that. It's like yeah. some random pictures and you're reading them. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like I think I think like in this generation lots of time we forgot to credit ourselves you know we we criticize ourselves like oh I can't reach to that level but like we forgot to celebrate to credit ourselves like how far we have overcome you know Yes, definitely. I mean, it's it's a journey. You're not going to be fluent in a month, despite what some like scammy websites tell you. You're not going to be fluent and you have to like enjoy every step. Like look at yourself like at yesterday, like what you knew and what you know now. Maybe like you learn a new color or something. You learn how to say coffee. It's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you guys are interested to know more about Mingyue, huh, you, you could follow her. She, ha she, create a, she has an Instagram account. Uh, it's uh, studying underscore Asia. So S-T-U-D-Y-I-N-G underscore Asia. So she shared lots of her learning journey on the social media. So you guys are welcome to follow her. And also today, uh, Mingyue and I, we create a pinyin lesson for the beginner level students. So if you guys are interested, please do follow my account, ichao.hong, I-C-H-I-A-O.H-U-N-G, and Mingyue's account, study underscore Asia, and tag two people who might benefit or interested from this 
this interview or like benefit from the pinging lesson, and then we will send this free giveaway to you.